you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Today, I am so excited to chat with Julie Godshall. She was on the podcast back in November, episode number 54. Definitely go check it out if you want to hear Julie and hear all of her story and how she came up with this very innovative tool called Direct Sales On Demand. And it helps direct sellers streamline their parties and get them off of social media. Isn't that the dream for all of us? But I invited Julie back on the show to chat about a brand new tool that just launched called Spark Hub, and she is the genius behind it. So I cannot wait to dive in behind the scenes and chat with Julie about Spark Hub and everything that goes along with it. So hello, Julie. How are you today? Hey, I'm great. Thanks so much for having me back. Yes, I'm so excited to chat. So Tell us what you've been up to since we last talked on the show back in November. You have been so busy. In fact, when we recorded your episode kind of off mic, you said, I'm working on a really exciting project. So tell us about kind of from that moment on what happened next. Well, it's expanded so much even since then. So, you know, at the time um, I was just focused on the direct sales on demand program. So that's sort of my original flagship program equipping direct sellers to run events off of social media and even without reliance on any instinct components. So the focus was create a simple website presentation and also connect with your guest via text. Um, but around then I was thinking about what was next in my business and fast forward to this month, um, I launched Spark Hub on April 2nd. And so it is software, but it's it's not exactly another platform for running your parties. It's more like your command center to support all of your events, no matter where they are, um, and running them all with more connection and more ease. And so I've been really busy with that as kind of the CEO role, trying to dream up what is it that we want to do here? How do we want to equip people? So First off, I definitely couldn't do it without my team. They're continuing to support DSOD, support our students. While I've been working on the product design of Spark Hub, the kind of messaging, um, and a huge focus on training because that's that's what I've been known for with DSOD. It's my first love, and I knew that I wanted to really make sure that people are equipped on not just the kind of mechanics of how to use Spark Hub, but the strategy and how to, you know, design their perfect party experience for people and how to bring that to life in Spark Hub. So that has all been keeping me very busy. Yes, I bet. Now tell us a little bit about why you decided to launch this tool. What was the thought behind it? Were you seeing, you know, people being stressed out by, I know, I know that 
direct sales on demand DSOD came about because you knew that people were yearning <laughs> to get off of social media. And so you developed that aspect of it, but then what else was it about, you know, party plan companies and the direct sales industry where you thought to yourself, okay, there needs to be another, like this, there needs to just, just be more, another tool that will help them with their parties and their monthly schedule. I think with DSOD, the, the key concepts are really the party page and the texting. And it was realizing, you know, those are beneficial for every type of party, not just on demand. And so my messaging at the time had been, here's how to do an on-demand event. And oh, by the way, you can also use these tools for, you know, for your Facebook event, your in-person event, because not every direct seller is getting entirely off of social media. Or you might have that host that's like, I really need you to do a Facebook party for me. And you're like, no, they're terrible, but you know, you'll still do it. And so I was saying, you know, you could still have an on-demand component to this so that people aren't falling through the cracks because you have people who aren't on Facebook or you have this in-person event, but people who aren't local, they deserve something better than just getting the shopping link. They deserve to meet you. Um, but I've kind of switched that messaging around. Like the other side of the coin is more like, here are concepts that are good for every party. And oh, by the way, when you do this, you can do it on demand. So it was flipping to the other side of a coin and saying, let's, let's think about like what concepts are useful for every event that will unlock the possibility of running it on demand, but they, they actually can be useful all the time. And let's start having this, this like delineation as if Facebook versus in-person versus on-demand versus squee versus whatever, like they're all these completely different animals, you know, like let's not treat them as super distinct. Let's just focus them on, they're all variations on a theme. The theme is like these certain practices that can be good for every event and can make sure that every guest is well-served, every host is well-served. We are organized. Like my, I don't know if you're familiar with the strengths finders. Mm -hmm. um, I know you like Enneagram and stuff, yes. but with strengths finders, my top strength is ideation. And that's what I was wanting to bring here. Like, let's, let's just back up a second and not be like, oh, well, I've only ever done zoom. I would have no idea how to do this other method. And let's think about how can I have some unifying principles and strategies and tools that I can just use across the board. And I didn't feel like there was anything out there that that did that, you know, it's all about, am I going to do this type of party or that type of party? And I wanted something that was like the umbrella strategy. So what are the strategies and how can we support that with software? Because my philosophy is you should automate the boring stuff, automate everything you can so that you're freed up to do the things that actually need your human touch, which is the relationship building. Um, and so instead of these piecemeal strategies where we're trying to piece together these different pieces of technology, how can we build something to support um, all the logistics and communication and content of an event, regardless of what platform you're going to use? I love that. That is so innovative. And I know, I think I said that exact phrase back when we talked about DSOD, but again, you've taken it a step further so innovative and just such a great concept of creating an umbrella that 
no matter what platform you're partying on, whatever, whatever platform you're using for your direct sales business, you can utilize this tool that will kind of streamline that and automate it as much as possible. So that is what Spark Hub grew to be. Um, early on, I was just focused on thinking I want to do some training on project broadcast specifically, just really seeing that people were not utilizing it to its fullest extent. And I know you had the founder of Project Broadcast on another episode, Jake Dempsey. He's great. And so Project Broadcast is primarily texting, um, a texting automation software. And they also added in landing pages. So of course I was tinkering with landing pages. Like what would it look like to use this as a party page? And really my gears started turning because their landing pages, unlike a canvas site, which is what I've taught in DSOD, their landing pages can have code blocks. So I thought, well, what if we put code in there where we actually automate content for the consultant, where we will plug in the host information and the key dates and all these things for the consultant. And I, I brought in my husband because he's a software developer. And I said, what if we had you know, one place where a consultant can infer, enter information about their event but we create an invitation and when people sign up for the invitation, they get plugged into the project broadcast workflow and we create a host portal. So the host can see who's coming and can reach out to guests with one click. And what if we automate the content on the landing page and like just all these ideas started flooding. And so um, bless him. He was excited to do this and he loved the creativity of the project. Um, I call him the spark hubby. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, so Spark Hubby is John and he has been the one where I just bring him this idea and show him kind of a mock-up of what I'm thinking and he brings it to life. So that's been, that's a whole other podcast episode, just like that transition to working together on this project and learning a lot along the way. Um, but it's, it's been wild, but it's been really, really fun. That is so great. And I love having, I love that you have that support system built right into your home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is honestly the dream team to have somebody who has awesome ideas and then somebody who can implement those awesome ideas. That is, you guys make a great team. And that's so, that just love it. That's so awesome. So spark hub is not just a fun, catchy name. It is, it actually stands for something. So will you tell us what is the spark strategy? So here's a fun fact. I came up with the name before I realized that it worked Ooh, as an acronym. That's awesome. I wasn't sure which one. So I'm glad you told us that because I wasn't sure which one came first. Yeah, I was drawn to the word, just the idea of, you know, sparking creativity, sparking conversations. And then I realized, oh, I have these like five pillars, these five strategies, five tools, and they actually fit pretty well with the names. So I went with it. And so it's this unifying strategy of, five practices to elevate every party. Um, And again, these concepts were key to direct sales on demand, but I really think we need to be using them more widely. So S stands for a sign-up page. And this is nothing earth shattering, but um, having an actual invitation, which we know with something like a Facebook party, people sometimes just invite people to a group. And I don't think that's what we need. I think we need a page that actually shows people why they should be excited. Ideally, it can feature the host um, and really emphasizing people to sign up, even if they're not going to be able to join with the group. Again, even if you aren't local to Helen, the host, 
sign up so that you can get plugged in and get at least some information and direct contact with the consultant. Um, and so that would be a great sign up page that is bringing everyone in and helping them to um, helping you to be in contact with them right away. And then P is for a party page. So this is the part that was, you know, at the center of DSOD. And it's to provide a few things. It's logistical information so that the guests know what to do and how. Um, they have all the links they need in one place. They're not like, wait, so I have a Zoom link and a Facebook group and an order link and what am I doing here? So keep things streamlined for them have your contact information, have at least some level of content to inspire them and show them why they should be excited, have a call to action feature and thank the host. So this party page can differ quite a bit based on the type of event. You know, for DSOD, the party page is your whole presentation. Whereas if you're doing an in-person event, a party page can serve people who can't come, but then those who can, they, they click for a map to the host house or to add the event to their calendar. So the party page can differ, but I think every event needs one. So keeping guests well-informed, keeping them from falling through the cracks. And A stands for authentic texting or better yet automated texting. I think most direct sellers don't reach out when guests first sign up. We wait until we meet them or until they order and then we start the relationship. But I think from the second they raise their hand and say, this sounds interesting. I would like to hear more. We should send a warm welcome and at least a couple of other messages to engage them and keep them informed and to show that you're there to serve so that they have that direct line to you to reach out with questions, which by the way, can make things easier on the host if they're not having to relay messages back and forth. Plus that relationship you're starting then can flow seamlessly into a thank you sequence and ongoing service. And then R is resources for the host. Um, this is in what I would call a host portal. So I think host coaching can sometimes be a hot mess. We can sometimes overwhelm our host. And so if we give them a hub that contains things like, here's the guest list in real time so that you know exactly who signed up. Here's how to contact them. Here's your checklist. Here are some resources that can really help to streamline things and help them to feel in control of what's happening. And then the K stands for key information at your fingertips. So this is for the consultant. We can't forget ourselves in the equation. It's not a successful party if the guest and host have a great time, but we are exhausted. And so we need to be able to keep our checklists organized and our guest list organized and feel that we're on top of those details. So this spark strategy, this all sounds honestly magical. So will you tell us how... And what does this help automate? How does this help social sellers in the, you know, with the big picture? How does it help? Yes. Well, I am a fan of automation. Um, actually, just this morning, I was listening to a podcast that you might listen to because I know you like the How I Built This podcast with Guy Raz. Mm -hmm. You also listen to Wisdom from the Top. Oh, I don't. I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that one's not with founders, but it's, it's with other people who have been leaders in big companies. So it was with Andrea Jung, who was the CEO of Avon. Okay. And she was talking about the way the industry has morphed from the old days of door to door and in home only. And she used this phrase that it is a combination of high touch and high tech, which I really love. Like 
yes, let's bring in the technology, but let's also be high touch. And we are more free to be high touch when technology is taking care of the admin for us so that we can then respond to those real-time messages and provide service to people. Um, so the things I listed in the Spark strategy, those would be like super time consuming if we had to do it all manually. So with Spark Hub, the idea is you enter your information into one spot. It's like a five minute setup tops. Once, once you've set up one, then you can set up more and more in just a few minutes. And so then we create from that one spot setup a few things. We create the sign up page automatically. You don't have to make it. And it will even display the host photo and a message from the host that the host submits. So you don't have to like download it and upload it. We just put it straight in there from the host. Um, for the party page, it can be any site you want. So a lot of people in Spark Hub who are coming from direct sales on demand, they're like, well, I've got my party page, my Canvas site, you can point people there. But better yet, if you use Project Broadcast and a Project Broadcast landing page, then the, any of the event-specific info that would go on there gets updated by Spark Hub automatically. So again, we feature your host on there without you having to do anything. We show the key dates and add to calendar links and the links people need without you having to do anything. Um, and so, and we have a lot of other ideas of ways that we're going to really amp up those landing pages with other interactive content to where the consultant can take three seconds to clone a landing page, attach it to a new Spark Hub event, and then we do all the updating for you. Um, and then for A, the authentic messaging, um, project broadcast is optional. We started out having like, you have to use project broadcast with Spark Hub, but we've loosened that now because we realized if we change a couple of things around in the software, people can actually use this without project broadcast. So that's a little easier entry for people who might be new to PB. But if you use project broadcast, then we automatically will enroll your, your guests in whatever messages you want to have them in. And so you're not having to like babysit RSVPs and trying to reach out to people and then, oh, I forgot to send the order reminder and now it's 11 p.m. You know, none of that anymore. Um, so you can set up these at least baseline messages via automation, but then you're sprinkling in the real-time interaction and chatting and that's the fun part. <laughs> so you know that they're taken care of with the basics. And then R, that resource page for the host, we automatically create a host portal so you don't have to make it. So that will show the host those setup steps so that they can contribute their photo and their wording to the invitation and the party page. And we put it there for you. They can see the guest list. They can click anyone's phone number to open a text to them or click their email to reach out to them. So really easy to contact guests. They can see notes from you. And then we have more to come on that. In the near future, we're going to be adding in a host checklist that they can actually check off and then you can see what they checked off, which will be nice too. So we want it to be dynamic and interactive and real time, um, which I think is better than just sending a big fat email to your host. Mm -hmm. So they see all this information. Um, and then for the K, the key information, we just keep your checklist organized, your guest list organized so that even if you're running different types of parties, you're having them all in one system, which like shouldn't be revolutionary, but I think it is. I think we can be really scattered and have these vastly different workflows. But if we can run everything through Spark Hub, then we can actually be on top of those details. 
Plus, we we wanted to add in the ability to clone events. I had one person who who's within a couple of days of launch, so everybody was new. She said she set up five events in 15 minutes. So wow. that yeah. was pretty powerful. And we wanted to especially equip leaders and make life easy for leaders. So you can share a setup with another user for easy onboarding too. So that's what we hope to see as more and more people join Spark Hub, that they are sharing, you know, making events duplicatable to other consultants so that everyone can set up even more easily. You're kind of like a, I would say if I had to sum it up in just a few words, I would say that Spark Hub is almost like an automated virtual event planner. Like you guys take care of all the details once and then like a little automated robot (laughs) does everything for you as an event planner would, but you just have to do the work once and then it's transferred to future events. So I love that because who doesn't need more automation in their life? I know I do for sure. Yes. We called it a, a like automated virtual assistant even. Yes. Yes. It is helping to put together those, those details that would otherwise be like tedious, busy work, or you would miss details. I mean, mm-hmm. if you ever like sent out an invitation, you realize, oh, I forgot to change the host name. That's mm-hmm. really embarrassing. Like you don't have to worry about that. So amazing. I just love it so much. So, I mean, this just sounds busy. <laughs> All of this, you know, dreaming everything up from the very basic concepts to, I mean, you have officially launched as of this month. And so just having all of that, plus you still are the CEO and founder of DSOD. Plus you are also a noonday ambassador. Plus you have a family, not to mention, can't forget about them. Right. So tell us about, you know, working on all of this, working on all these projects, plus keeping up with everything. How have you been doing it? How, tell us all the secrets of being a busy work from home mom. I would say I have like kind of two secrets. So one of them is about like the habits and routines, but the other one is that I just don't do all the things, <laughs> which is like the low hanging fruit hack, right? To making right. life easier. Um, and so when it comes to kind of the routines and tools that keep me grounded, um, a big part of it is I work with a business coach. Her name is Amanda Fowl. She's a high performance coach. That's um, like the certification from Brendan Burchard. And she is so good at not just the business side, but also that I'm a whole human person. And so she'll check in on like, how has your sleep been? (laughs) Um, What are your goals for relationships or for leisure time this month? And so just making sure that I'm keeping those things in mind. And also I've been using her planner. So we can maybe put a link to this in the show notes because I would mm-hmm. love to show it out, but she came out with, it's called the highest potential planner. And so even though I'm a very techie person, like I use a system called ClickUp to run all of my like project planning and task management, but her paper planner helps me to kind of align what are my long-term goals and then how does that translate into my weekly goals and my day-to-day tasks. So I know each day, what I need to work on and why it's important to where I'm heading. So I don't wake up and just kind of do something and then wonder why, why did I do that? You know? Mm-hmm. So it, it just really helps me stay focused and keep all of my goals in mind at once so that I'm not like running, running, running. And then I forgot, Oh, I haven't worked out in two weeks. You know, it's like, 
really making sure that all of that is important. And so bringing in that routine and kind of a morning routine, a routine of workout. I've been doing CrossFit since September and I actually love it. I didn't think I would, but I love it. Yeah. Um, Changes of scenery. I mean, just understanding like what, what my body and my soul need in order to perform at my best and allowing myself some days to be like, this is just not happening today. I need to just go take a nap. (laughs) And it's like being able to do that and recognize, um, like, I, I think it's the the CEO of my company, Jessica Honegger, who talks about um, the difference between resting and stopping. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. don't just stop, but rest, take a break, and then you'll come back to it. So that's been really important. But I think the other tip is really just not doing all the things. So I wish I could say like, oh, yeah, I'm working at full speed on both of my businesses and running my household and my nails were always painted. No, no, no. <laughs> So part of it is prioritizing, like, I'm not going to lie. I've, I made a conscious choice that my own direct sales business is on a back burner for a season. And so I felt peaceful about that. I don't feel bad about that because I know that right now the best use of my time and what's bringing me the most joy is equipping other direct sellers. And so I feel like that's my personal path to impact in this season and seeing their businesses grow and flourish because of what I'm able to provide to them. And so it is for a season, you know, but um, I'm able to rely on like my team and my beta testers. They're the ones using this in the field. And then I'm focusing my time on understanding their experiences, gathering their feedback, making it even better. So that's just part of it is not trying to do both at full speed. And also I, I have been hiring out help. I mean, I know it's not a possibility for everyone, but I do hire cleaners. Um, It's been really good for us because, you know, working a lot um, and then needing to protect rest and leisure time so that I'm not spending it um, either cleaning or feeling bad that I'm not cleaning. (laughs) Yes. So it's a constant struggle for for moms. And it helps my home to stay a little tidier, which is just good for my productivity and my mental health too. So that's, that was just a conscious decision of this is worth it for our family to invest in this. And so, yeah, I'm certainly not going to pretend like I'm holding it all together. I definitely, (laughs) there are things that I opt out of or that I get help with. And that's, that's important. I don't think we always talk about that enough. No, you're so right. And I think that a lot of times we think that in order to be successful or to be seen as a success, you have to do everything or at least appear like you're doing everything, which I don't know. Sometimes people are like, how do you do it all? I'm like, uh, I don't <laughs> like if you saw my sink right now, it's full of dishes. And like, I, I really, I frankly don't care. Like, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. We have what we need and we get by. And sometimes, you know, some weeks that means that my sink has dishes in it, you know, for overnight, I can go to bed with dirty dishes in my sink. That doesn't bother me. And maybe you're cringing right now and that's okay. But I, you know, that's how you, that's how I can sit here and have an interview with you because I'm not over at my sink doing my dishes and I, you know, it is what it is. And so I think that it is a really powerful thing and a really freeing thing to realize that there are things I don't have to do right now, just because I feel like I should have to do them. 
And, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as the kids are taken care of and as long as, you know, people are eating and sleeping and, you know, work is getting done, then that should be enough. And it can get you by until the next season. Cause like, I mean, you know, these seasons of life, they change so quickly. And so, you know, this season of you working nonstop on this huge project, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to come a point. I mean, your whole idea behind it is automation. So it's going to come to a point where you can, you know, it's going to be, it's just going to run itself basically. (laughs) And so, Mm -hmm. I mean, you always have to have a hand in it, of course, but I mean, you're going to get to a point where it's not so much, you know, 24 seven spark hub. And so it's just, there's a new season coming everybody. So if you're, if you're feeling, ah, let some things go and don't feel bad about it because it doesn't matter. And then wait for the next season to come and you can reprioritize and move on. Absolutely. Love that. Okay, Julie, this has been so fantastic to hear all about spark hub. This is so exciting. So if people are listening and they are like, all right, I need to check this out for myself and see how it can revitalize and change my life or at least my business. (laughs) How can they do that? How can they check out more about spark hub? So I have a page up on my site, um, at sparkhub.app slash Tiffany. So if people go there, then they can either just hop straight in and start the 30 day free trial, or they can join my demo. So I put together a demo where you can click, you can see a spark hub powered invitation. You can sign up like you're a guest. It'll be like, you're a guest. And Tiffany, do you want to be the host? I'll make you the host. I'll I'll give you a host portal. You can put your photo in there and everything. So they'll see like this invitation where Tiffany is my quote unquote host. And then that takes them to the, the party page that kind of shows um, what Spark Hub is all about and how it works. So you'll get to sort of experience this immersive like guest experience. And then that way you can learn more about it and join from there as well, or reach out to us with questions. So I'll make sure that at sparkhub.app slash Tiffany, that I have all that information for you. Perfect. So exciting. And also everybody go follow sparkhub.app on Instagram because there's all kinds of information there and fun things there and love the branding and the colors, like all of that. It's just so great. And I know that you, um, I remember you messaged me a couple months ago and you're like, Oh, I have the logo. And you showed me the logo and I'm like, Oh my goodness, it's so cute. And it's, it's just been so exciting to see this come from, you know, these, the initial concepts and the initial idea that you had and to see it come to life. I, and I, I mean, I'm excited for you. I can't imagine how excited you are. <laughs> it's so much fun. I know it, it really is. It's been, it's been like really hard, but I feel so certain that I am right where I need to be like this, this is where like my excitement and my skills and my spouse, like all of it interacts <laughs> intersects. and, um, yeah, it's, it's been wonderful. That is so wonderful to hear. I love that so much. And that just brings a smile to my face. And I know that <laughs> everybody's going to be excited to check out spark hub and see how it can help them. So thank you so much for coming on the show again and sharing with us about spark hub and just the magic behind it. So thanks again, Julie, for being on the show. Thank you. So good to see you. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative, over on Facebook. 
There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry, and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing. If you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.